is Kings and Queens, the title track from the new album by Kerry Ellis, who I believe is certainly one of the best ever performers in the West End. I know that's a big introduction, but that's what I believe. And talking of uh, big, big women performers on stage in the West End, they don't come much bigger than Elaine Page. So before we meet Gary Jones, who's one of the stars of the Amdram version of Cats, which will be at Stockport Plaza very soon, here is Memory from Cats by the brilliant Elaine Page. Fatalist 
Jones and I'm playing the part of Monkerstrap this week and you seem to play something different every week. This week, yeah. <laughs> How do you yeah. cope? Because you, I've seen you in other shows yeah. and without, you know, pulling you up too much, you're brilliant. <laughs> but you have such a variety of talents in your, first of all, armoury, but also the type of roles you do. Yeah, um, I just like to be busy. I can't think of anything worse than sitting home doing nothing, so I'd rather be suffering and sweating and rehearsing every night. Yeah. In the world me. of Am Drama, you attracted here because you know everybody. Are you attracted here because of the show? The yeah. venue, Stockport Plaza. I mean, I mean, I've, I've I've done shows with Romley and Stockport, and I've kind of been part of the Plaza stage for over ten years now. So yeah, that does attract me. It's a different different feeling doing a show there. But the Cats in particular, it's one of the first shows that ever got me into performing when I was like sixteen, sat at home watching it. So the show definitely drew me here. Um, I've had the pleasure of choreographing it before for a youth group in Mosley, Next Generation. Um, so to find out that we could do it with adults, I was straight here. You have got <laughs> some kids in this, though. Yeah, yeah, we have got uh, 22 kittens altogether, two teams of 12, and lots of our younger students as well that are part of the adult cast. So, yeah, busy we're, one. We've been watching, I've been watching you, you practising. Yeah. It's a big cast. It is. Well, the plaza's a big stage, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's a big stage, big cast. Still lots of struggle to fit us on. Um, the plaza stage is not very deep, but very wide. So even with, you know, a cast of 60-odd people, it's going to be a, a struggle to fit us all on so we can all dance in space, really. I'm guessing it's quite an energetic uh, show to do, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> very energetic. I don't know how our makeup's going to stay on, but yeah, it's definitely one to keep us fit. Have you seen your costume? Have you worn yes, your costume? Yes, I have, yeah, yeah. Well, Mama's one of the first ones to be done. Um, I was one of the first people to go on the photo shoot, so already worn it. It's been tweaked here and there, but yeah, feels so much better knowing that I've already tried it on. Yeah. And from what I'm hearing, you're able to put your own, almost your own personality into the dancing, yeah. into the character. It's yeah. not as rigid as maybe some characters are. Exactly. We've got lots of free reign with this one because it, it cannot be the same as any professional show. So we've got to be really creative in set, costume, choreography, everything. So it, it, it's good in that way because you can just make the characters your own. You can set the show wherever you want to set it. Um, so it's a director's dream, really, for that because you can yeah, have free reign creatively. Yeah. I'm learning as a audience member going around these different societies is that the difference of quality is not that much actually. Right. Yeah. And is it the same for you? Because you you have the experience of being embedded in all these different yeah, yeah, groups, yeah. aren't? You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I'm, I feel like every, every show I do, there's the same kind of people that come and gravitate towards. And, uh, you know, the shows do attract lots of people. Um, you know, obviously I was in Chorus Line with Ashton and a lot of those, them people are in this one as well. So, yeah. I was speaking to a lady in America who runs the Globe in San Diego just recently. Right. And she was talking about a drop-off since COVID of oh, audiences. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder what it's like. Have you noticed in, in, in theatre yeah, there's a drop-off? Because I haven't. I yeah, haven't. I mean, at first we did, but I think everyone was so, so like, desperate to get back into that live theatre. Um, I don't think it's seen as big as a hit as, obviously, some businesses have in that respect. But... Um, no, definitely, de it's definitely creeping back up there anyway. I mean, the plaza's huge, so it's quite hard to fill anyway, so... Um, but, yeah, I, I think people are just so desperate to get back out there and, and enjoy what they love doing, so... And just a reminder to people, you are Amdram. That are, means yeah. it costs you money yes, to do your own show. Yes, so, we do. We so have to pay to be in them. Yeah, yeah. Is that a big imposition? I mean, I know it's a passion of yours, and it, you know, I mean, but... you know, you think of people having, you know, they have a monthly gym membership here and there. That's their kind of hobby that they do every day. This is our hobby and our, our kind of livelihood, in a sense. I mean, I do train to do it professionally, and you know, dip in here and there where I can. But you know, if you just work out the cost to be in a show and divide it by what you'd pay monthly for a subscription somewhere, it doesn't actually. It's exactly the same. It's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about uh, your. Your character then, do you sing? Yeah, so Monkey Strap, he is potentially the, the leader of the cats. Um, old Deuteronomy is like the older, wiser one, but he's the one that keeps everybody in check. Not scared of kind of fighting the other cats and basically just looking after his his team. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> you've been in a lot of shows. Yeah. What's your favourite? And it doesn't have to be one you've been oh, in. What's I mean, your favourite show? Cats is one of my all-time favourites. I'm not saying that because I'm in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I like doing different things, me. So every time, every t show I do brings a different memory. Um, Singing in the Rain is one of my all-time classics. It's just magical. Um, yeah, I'd do that again tomorrow if I could. So since we're stood near an open door where it's raining, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good song to finish with. I'll pick, play that for you, Singing in oh, the Rain. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's in Gary Breakerleg. Thank you very much. The very talented uh, Gary Jones, who will be one of the stars of Cats, which will be at the Stockport Plaza by the Drama Department from the 26th to the 30th of September. I'm sure that is going to be absolutely fabulous. And Gary requested the title song from the great film Singing in the Rain, and it could only be Gene Kelly doing this, couldn't it? This is Singing in the Rain. Enjoy. <laughs>
singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feel, and I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart, and I'm ready for love. Let the stormy clouds chase everyone from the place. Come on with the rain, I've a smile on my face. I'll walk down the lane with a happy refrain. Just singing, singing in the rain. Cheeseman, this is Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre. And before we meet my next guest, who is the director of the junior version of Six, which will be the George Lawton Hall in Mosley, uh, coming up very, very soon. It's been moved from a different location where they have problems with Rack, which is the, the fabulous Forum Theatre in Romilly. So I'll explain all that in just a moment or two. Let me play you two songs now from a musical which has just been announced, just been confirmed to be coming to Manchester Professional Production in 2024. It is the brilliant Aladdin the musical. I've seen it twice on Broadway. It is amazing. So two songs back to back. Proud of your boy in just a moment. But first of all, a whole new world.
success. Now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. A whole new. Point of view, no one to tell us no, or where to go, or say we're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. But when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a whole new world with you. Now I'm Somebody. I don't know how exactly, but I am. I have to. Somehow. Proud of your boy. I'll make you proud of your boy. Believe me, bad as I've been, ma. You're in for a pleasant surprise. I've wasted time. I've wasted me. So say I'm slow for my age, a late bloomer. Okay, I agree that I've been one rotten kid. Some sun, some pride, and some joy. But I'll get over these lousing up, messing up, screwing up times. You'll see, ma, now comes the better part. Someone's gonna make good, cross his stupid heart. Make good and finally make you. That I've been a louse and a loafer. You won't get a fight here, no man. Say I'm a gold brick, a goof off, no good. But that couldn't be all that I am. Water flows under the bridge. Let it pass. Let it go. There's no good reason that you should believe me. Not yet. I know. Or smarter, more handsome, or wise. 
what else can I do? Since I wasn't born perfect like dad or you. Mom, I will try to, try hard to make you proud of your boy. Hello, I'm Paul Wilson. I'm the director of Six at NK Theatre Arts. And Six is a very, very popular show. So before we talk specifically about your show, what is it that makes this show so special? Because every time it appears professionally at the Opera House, the Palace, the Lowry, in London, wherever, it's sold out. Why? Uh, it's a good question. I think there's a couple of reasons. So partly it's just a really good feel-good show. It's uh, lots of energy. It's quite. It's almost like halfway between show and a pop concert. So it's not a traditional theatre production in a lot of ways, which draws a lot of people. But also, it's a, the story is a lot about female empowerment. And I think, particularly at the moment, and particularly with all the things that are going on in the world, I think that draws people to it as well. So it's probably a mix of those two things. But it's just such good fun. You are as a male director then, uh, directing a show about female empowerment. How does that work? Yeah, so we've got, I mean, I'm, I'm the token male. Uh, yeah, we've got a female MD, we've got a female stage uh, manager, we've got a female choreographer, uh, obviously a cast all female, the band's all female, so I'm kind of the odd one out and a bit of an outlier, and they all take the mick out of me all the way through. But that's fine. I've seen a professional version, and essentially all I can remember, correct me if I'm wrong, is six, six people on stage. This show, I suspect, and certainly having just walked in on your rehearsal, isn't just about six people. So what's different about it? It is. Um, so it is six people. It's the six queens. That's that, those are the only cast members you see on stage. Um, what we've got for this production, and it's because of the immense talent that we had at the auditions. We had a lot of young ladies turn up for the auditions. They were all amazing. And trying to pare that down into a cast of six was almost impossible. So what we decided to do in the end, after a lot of arguing and back and forth, was we've got two teams. Um, so we've got two houses, House Holbein, House Tudor, uh, six in one, six in the other, and they're each performing three uh, three shows each. So we have only got a cast of six, plus the four uh, lady band members, um, but the casts change on the, on the different nights or the different times of the productions. And you've already alluded to this, but it's slightly different than a normal show. The first time I went to watch it, I was expecting a traditional musical, so I was expecting an interval in the middle, which of course there isn't, or, or maybe there is in yours, I don't know, but there's not. certainly wasn't in the professional one. And it was 80, 90 minutes long, as opposed to two hours, which are two hours plus that you might expect. Is that what it's like with yours? Yeah, so the, the, this is the teen edition. Uh, it's the only one that's been released for the amateur theatre. Um, but the only difference, literally the only difference from the pro version, as far as it's, uh, the script and so on is concerned, is they've taken out some of the lyrics that were possibly pushing it a little bit for, for young people to perform. Um, so they've, they've tamed down the lyrics a bit, but the music's the same. The, the running order's the same. The script is largely the same. as say, a couple of little tweaks. Um, it does run to about 90 minutes. It doesn't have an interval. It's run straight through. Uh, massively high energy for the cast because they don't leave stage from the minute they walk on till the end of the show. And it's all, you know, up there in terms of energy levels. But, it, yeah, it, it, it's the same, effectively the same production, the same harmonies. Um, the, the differences, I suppose, are that from a licensing requirement, we can't replicate the pro show. 
So the choreography is different, the costumes are different. As I say, some of the lyrics are slightly different. Unless you knew the show really well, you probably wouldn't notice. When you do know it really well, like we do, it becomes really difficult because you kind of slip into singing the pro version and go, ah, no, 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 that's wrong. I need to go back to the real version that we're doing this time. But that, those are the only differences. Tell us a little bit about your history then as a director. How do you end up being a director? Oh, gosh. I started in... Well, I started going to Amateur Theatre with my mum and dad when I was, I don't know, two, three years old. My mum was an MD. My dad used to play leading men in, you know, Gilbert and Sullivan back at Gloucester Operatics. And I'd been going to rehearsals with them because they didn't have childcare. Uh, and it kind of fell on from there. So I've done uh, shows at NK and elsewhere on stage. And then probably about 20-ish years ago, I directed my first show here at the Forum, which was Return to Forbidden Planet. Um, and then I've, I've kind of... I've, I've still done a bit, of, a bit of appearing on stage from time to time, but pretty much directed since then uh, for here, for Hyde, for Pap. Um, yeah, doing a, a variety of things. I prefer musicals. I, I've directed a play or two, but I'm much happier in the in the musical space. What makes you want to be a director? Is it sort of all about power? No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, I suppose it's it's about vision. So you, you you read a script or hear the music. Usually for me, and that's I suppose why it's musicals. Um, usually I hear the music, and the music kind of triggers something. Oh, I, I like that. And then I start having pictures in my head of what I want it to look like. Six is a kind of unusual one because I have seen the pro show. Most of the times I like to direct things I've never seen because it's, it's so difficult otherwise to try and take away what you've seen somewhere else and to go, I don't want to think about that, I want to do my own version. Um, unfortunately, say with Six, I, I have seen it. But it's that, you hear the music or read the script or whatever and it starts triggering visions in your head and you think, actually, I'd like to put that on a stage and that's, that's why we're doing this. You have the limitations, not perhaps as much in this show, but generally of being an amdram, of not having the massive budgets that uh, big pro productions have. Is that ever frustrating as a director? <sighs> Is it frustrating? No, because you approach things with a different view and go, right, I, you know, I haven't got 20, 30, 40 grand to spend on the set. I need to do something that we can afford, but that still looks good. But it then allows you to be a bit more creative. Um, with the space that you've got available. You know, the Forum is a, is a fantastic venue in so many ways because it's an adaptable space and you can do a whole raft of different things with it and, you know, change, change the way it's laid out, which is really, really good. Um, it's nice sometimes you go to see a pro show and look at it and think, oh, you know, if I had all the money in the world, I could do that. But so what? Let's, let's do it. Let, let's be in a position where... The Amateur Theatre, and I think in the North West we're very much like this, the Amateur Theatre and Pro Theatre, the only real difference is a budget, and that's the lot. You can still put on a top-quality production, whether it's here at NK, whether it's Stockport, Romley, Hyde, you name the societies, they can put on a top-quality production, and the only difference is, yeah, we haven't got 30, 40 grand to throw at a revolving stage and, you know, fancy clever bits, but we'll still make something that really works. But what you've got to do is you've got to make ends meet because yeah. the people who are performing in this, maybe you as well, uh, are all contributing to the cost. Obviously, there's the box office and etc. Not everybody will realise this, but and recently, Duckingfield Amateur Operatic Dramatic Society were going to put on a production of Wiz. I yeah. went to one of their rehearsals and they've had to cancel it because of a lack of ticket sales. With six, I guess you're guaranteed to sell out because of this overall popularity. But it shows what a knife edge what you do is on, isn't doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I think I would I would argue that you're not guaranteed. It's still a lot of effort to make sure that you do sell tickets. 
Um, but yeah, you, you know, every society um, is in that is in that position where you've you've got to cover your costs. Um, the costs aren't cheap. You know, the, you can be looking at. 15, 20% of your box office just in terms of the licensing fees without thinking about rehearsal space, costumes, set, lighting, sound, band costs, you, you name it. And obviously the, the, the cast, the production team, they're all doing this as volunteers. So we, we all do this for the love of it, not, uh, not to make, a, make an income. But, you, you know, you, you've got to quit your cloth accordingly and not overspend and not go outside the budget and hope that you then get a good audience coming through with good promotion you get the message out there yes the show helps um it did surprise me when i read about the whiz because whiz is a fantastic show um it's it's a really high energy show again but the material does help to draw the right people in but you still got to go out there and put the legwork in and try and market the show and make people want to come and see it well, you deserve an audience, not least for your passion, but obviously it's a great show. Let me ask you as a final question then, and, and you've been involved in other productions, and this might not even be, your answer might not be a production you've been involved in, but what's your favourite musical and what song from a musical <laughs> can I play for you? Oh, my word, right. So my favourite musical is probably, it's, it's, for years it was Rent. I love Rent. I've directed it twice. absolutely love the show. Hamilton came along, I went to see it in London and went, oh my word, that's incredible. Um, Operation Mincemeat, which is a new one that's opened in London at the moment, I went to see a couple of months ago and that is outstanding from a, from a theatrical perspective. But I think just because of it's where my heart is right now, it's got to be six because that's what I'm living and that's what I'm involved in and that, you know, I'm living it every day, get home at night to building sets, come back here to run rehearsals. So it's got to be six. Um, and I think, realistically, it should be six, the number. Um, if you're going to play a, play a song for the show, it should be that one. Play that for you, Paul. Thank you. Break a leg. Thank you very much. And Paul's version, directed version of Six the Musical, has been moved to the George Lawton Hall in Mosley. It's by NK Theatre Arts, who are normally based at the Forum in Romilly, but because of problems with rack in the roof, you've heard about that in the news just recently, brilliantly the George Lawton Hall has stepped in and it will be performed there on Sunday the 24th of this month at 3pm and then again at 5.30 and then on Thursday, Friday and Saturday the 28th, 29th and 30th at 7.45 with an additional 5pm performance on the Saturday. Here is that song then. This is the title song from Six. We'll meet the musical director of the same show very soon. But this is Six.
the Ribble Valley 106.7 this is Ribble FM I'm in Cheeseman this is Break a Leg thanks very much for listening I really appreciate your company if you're a new listener then welcome along I hope you're enjoying what you're listening to now if you have been a regular listener you'll have heard me interview some of the cast of I Should Be So Lucky the new Stock Aitken Waterman musical which will be opening in November at the Opera House in Manchester in the rich tradition of, of shows that have opened there before and then gone on to worldwide success and on the occasion of the launch they performed live for all the media that were there uh, two songs I should be so lucky the title track and never gonna give you up here's that performance in my imagination there is no complication I dream about you all the time in my mind a celebration the sweetest of sensations thinking you could be mine in my imagination there is no hesitation we walk together hand in hand I'm dreaming you fell in love with me like I'm in love with you but dreaming's all I do if only they come true
by me live in spinning fields at the launch of I Should Be So Lucky the musical which opens at the Opera House in Manchester in the non too distant future get your tickets now now I promised we'd hear another one of the creatives from Sixth the Musical which will be at the George Lawton Hall in Mosley very very soon and here is that creative so I'm Kerry and I'm the musical director for Sixth the Musical which is the teenage version um, which is quite a new show that's just come out um, so I'm in charge of teaching all the vocals, all the singing to the teenagers, making sure they're on scratch, all the harmonies. And then in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be responsible for leading the band, and making sure they know what they're playing so that we can then support the kids through their singing. Is there a lot of pressure on you doing a show like this? Because there's a lot of expectation, isn't there? Um, I think there is, because it's such a well-known musical and everyone's got such like high expectations. And I've had a few people ask... How can it translate into the teenage industry? Because obviously it's quite an adult show. So it's been quite an interesting challenge to convert it. Um, obviously some of the lyrics have changed to make them more appropriate, but the actual vocals are still exactly the same. Um, and I, yeah, it's been a challenge, but I think the kids have more than risen to it and showed us what talent they've got. And I think, yeah, the future of Amdram is safe for the time being, that's for sure. It's very refreshing, I guess, for you as well and for this particular group that you're doing something that is so contemporary. I mean, I know the story is set in the past, but <laughs> yeah, in terms yeah. of it, this isn't, and this is no respect, but this isn't crazy for you. This isn't, yeah. you know, um, one of the classics, I don't know, uh, for, for, Oliver. You know, Oliver, yeah, yeah, anything like that. This is something that is absolutely bang on, isn't it? Yeah, and it, like we say, the rights only became available a few months ago, so we kind of snapped it up. Um, and I think we asked one of the first to do it I've seen a few more productions pop up for next year um, and I think that was shown we had 38 girls come to audition which is why we've ended up with two casts as well because we just couldn't whittle it down to six it, it wasn't fair um, so yeah it's, it's going really well it's nice to do something different it's nice to do something with this age range because there aren't a lot of shows for this age range they're too old for the kids shows but they're too young for the adult shows so I think that's been 
quite a challenge, but in a nice way as well. Yeah. And as I found out when I've interviewed two of the cast, yeah. that you're working with people who are not, and this is again, no disrespect for people who have a lifetime in Amdram. My son's in Amdram. He probably never will go professional, even yeah. though I think he's very talented. But you're, you're dealing here with the two I certainly I spoke to who are aspiring professional performers. That, again, puts a bit of pressure on you, doesn't it, to, to, to get it right for them? It does, because it, it's a very difficult show. Like, although it's only 90 minutes, it's 90 minutes. They don't leave the stage, they don't stop singing. But also, I know quite a few of them have got agents or stage schools they go to who they are inviting. So there, there is a lot of pressure. And also, being one of the first to do it, we want to make sure we do a good job because other people will be coming to watch to get ideas for when they do it or whatever. So, yeah, there is a lot of pressure. But I think, I think the girls know that, and I think they've worked really hard, certainly up until this stage, to, to get it right and I think everyone wants to do a good job that's the main thing that's coming through there's no one that's kind of settling for second best so I know this might sound like an obvious thing but the dr thing that draws me to a musical is the music yes. now I know some people go to the theatre and watch musicals who might not even like the music but they like the story or they like a particular performer or whatever it, it is in it it feels like this one six people are drawn for the music. I mean, I, I've, I've met people who have the album and constant repeat. I mean, it's not like a lot of musicals in that sense, is it? No, this is it. And I, I think we've been in a good position in a way in that a lot of them knew a lot of the songs already, but then it makes it harder because you have to unlearn what you think you know and learn the version that we've got in our show. And luckily, most of it is very similar, but we wanted to add the harmonies in, we wanted to add the backing vocals... Um, but a lot of people will be coming that know the show already which again it's good but it also adds a lot of pressure because they have this preconceived idea of what it should look and sound like so we'll see I'm a big fan of a musical called Chess, right? It's written by yes. uh, Benny and Bjorn from ABBA. Yeah. And uh, when it was coming round, uh, an Amdram version, um, people said, oh, you, you must be in it. But I couldn't have the time to commit. So they put me in the choir. The choir, when we were doing rehearsals, was all about harmonies. Mm. And they identified my voice and said, sing it in a particular key. And, and, and oh, you're not actually singing the melody. You're actually singing yes. the harmony. Yeah. I found that very hard. And in the end, the musical director said to me you're the exception you sing what's just sing the melody right don't worry yeah, about it. you can't do it yeah that it is so hard when you love a, a show love a yes. song love musical yeah. not to sing the music 100 percent. and we found that in the first couple of rehearsals of singing it was kind of like right you think you know it but and i kind of said to them we can do the show all in unison and that's fine but it won't sound it'll sound okay it won't sound amazing and then we taught the first harmonies and they all frowned at me and moaned and then they they sung it all together and they realized how good it sounded and from then on they were like sold they were like okay it's hard but we're gonna get it and they've recorded it they've practiced it they've gone away and it, it does it makes such a difference but it is hard because you do you learn the tune don't you I know, uh, and I know this is slightly off camera here, but I remember going to a church yeah. when I was only a kid, as a young boy, and for the first time I heard a hymn, I think it might have even been a carol, mm. that was sung with harmonies. Yes. So I'd been used to going, I'm, I don't mean I'm a regular church goer, but I, I was in a church and I'd heard it before, and then suddenly I heard it with all the harmonies. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up. It makes yes. such a difference, doesn't it? Really it really does. And I think that was... We had to get the girls on side with that. Like, once they'd realised how good it sounded, they were, they were fine with it. But obviously they wanted an easy ride at first and just singing the tune, which everyone does. It, it's, it goes everywhere. 
But yeah, once they'd realised how good it sounded, they were on it, they were recording it, they were practising. Um, and, and it does make the difference, 100%. Even just like the little backing vocals in some of the solos, it just, it just adds to it. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a challenge to get them on board with it. <laughs> NK Theatre Arts are the people who are doing this. Yes. The base that we're here now at Romilly Forum, yeah. which I've heard about all my life when I worked at the BBC. I remember promoting lots of events here at the mm. Romilly Forum. It was very, very well known. And you do other things here as well, don't you? Why is it such a centre of, 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 of creative art? I think, I think it's got something for everyone. So they have loads and loads of classes for the youngsters, for the kids coming through. Um, but then they also do the adult shows or the mixed shows. So it, there's always something for everyone. They do a massive variety of shows. They have loads of plays on, loads of showcases. We do at least two big full-blown musicals every year. So th there's always something going on. And you can come and go as you please. There's no pressure to have to do every show. If you want two years out, that's fine. You just come back and straight into it again. And they produce really high-quality shows. We're very lucky that they've got a decent theatre and a decent lighting and sound, which makes or break a show. Um, but they invest in that, which then brings it to life properly. Um, so, yeah, there's just always something going on. And it's nice that they have all the classes for the youngsters who then get that experience. And some of them will go off to drama school or college, and then some of them come back again as adults to do the adult shows. It, it's a real kind of family vibe going on, so... Imagine the pride you'll feel one day of one of these kids in this <laughs> yeah. show. You're there at one of these big West End theatres watching them on stage. Yeah. It's, stranger things have happened. As long as we get front row seats, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and tell me about your own love of musical theatre, because I always ask all my guests their favourite musical and oh, a song that I can play for them. So oh, you've man. been involved in stuff, you've watched stuff. What's your favourite? My favourite ever musical is Billy Elliot, and it's not on at the moment, which is a, like, tragedy. Um, I remember seeing it in the West End so many times. Um, and again, I, just, I can't work out. I think it's just, like, the mixture. Like, one minute you're crying, one minute you're laughing, and it's the fact that kids are in it, like, the kids shouldn't be that talented. So I'd love it to come back on again, but I don't know if it will or not. Somebody like Jamie Bell might have started at... Uh, well, this is it, see, you know... So, yeah. Just imagine you playing the school teacher in that show. Oh, I don't. It would be like, that would be, if it ever came out on the amateur circuit, that would be the one. But then you've got to find the kids that are that talented, so. Made famous by yeah. Julie Walters, of course. What's your favourite yeah. song from that show? Um, oh, Electricity's Always Good, where he does his massive, like, ballet dance. Um, that's probably, like, the iconic one. I'll play that for you then. Thank you. Good luck with six. Good luck with <laughs> everything you, you do. Much. Thank you. And break a leg. Oh, I don't. Thank you. <laughs> a very talented Kerry, the musical director of Six, which will be at George Lawton Hall in Mosley by NK Theatre Arts on several occasions starting very, very soon. Refer back to what I said a little earlier. And her song, Electricity, from Billy Elliot the Musical, will bring this hour to a conclusion. I can't really explain it. I haven't got the words. It's a feeling that you can't control. I suppose it's like forgetting, losing who you are, and at the same time, something makes you whole. It's like that there's some music playing 
in your ear And I'm listening, and I'm listening And then I disappear And then I feel a change Like a fire deep inside Something bursting me wide open Impossible to hide And suddenly I'm flying Flying like a bird Like electricity Electricity Sparks inside of me And I'm free I'm free
live and local across the Ribble Valley. We are Ribble FM. Your voices carry Drown out all the rain Light a patch of darkness Treacherous and scary
for sticking with us for the second hour and lots more music in this hour. Three musicals we're going to focus on. Um, Two of them have only, so far anyway, appeared on Broadway. And the other one, which I'm going to start off with, Rogers the Musical, has only ever appeared in a Disney theme park, California Adventure. Uh, It's a very unusual musical, this one. It's a fictional Broadway musical set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it centres on the life of Steve Rogers, Captain America. It was conceived by the Marvel Studios Disney miniseries Hawkeye, where the musical was mentioned. So here are five of the songs. It's now been released digitally, the whole musical. So that's why I'm able to play you very good versions of these songs. It starts with the US opening night. your own size. tomorrow. I should be going with you. And I should be dancing with a beautiful dame. More important things than dancing, Bucky. And don't win the war till I get there. Oh, 
step on the path to peace. Vita radiation combined with a serum to stimulate cellular mitosis to optimize vitality. What is all this? I give you shots, you become a super soldier. Why me? Because you appear to be exceptional here and here. We are just giving the rest of you an upgrade. Welcome to your town. Take a deep breath, Mr. Rogers. Well, maybe you shouldn't examine me in front of such a beautiful dame. A beautiful woman. An agent. You're not beautiful. You are beautiful. You have no idea how to talk to a woman, do you? This is the longest conversation I've had with one. Aww. Women aren't exactly lining up to dance with a guy they might step on. Maybe you just haven't found the right partner. Pulse elevating... Whatever happens, promise me one thing, that you will stay who you are, not a perfect soldier, but a good man. I'll do my best. Is this gonna hurt? Doctor, thank you, Agent Carter. Thank you, Spangly Dancers. Wait, are those dancers? Captain! No, seriously, what's with the dancers? Captain! Oh, he needs me. Yes, sir. You ship out tomorrow. Germany? Buffalo! Ever heard of a mascot, Captain America? Sell those war bonds! Give me access to set and as smart as a fox. Not all of us can storm a beach, but there's still a way we can fight. Read next card. Oh... Keeps our enemies from getting the mop on us. Uh, drop on us. Sorry. That song, Star Spangled Man from Rogers the Musical, was written by Alan Menken, one of my absolute songwriting musical theatre heroes of all time. In fact, he's, he's the number one. Two more now, Save the City, and then the brilliant end of the line. Attention, citizens of New York. The city is under attack by extraterrestrial invasion. Seek shelter immediately. Threat level, red. Repeat, threat level. Strange in the air today. The sun has gone and the clouds turn gray. Just what's coming is hard to say. I don't know.
eso.
hide We'd do it all again Rogers the Musical, who, that only ever appeared at the California Adventure in Disneyland in California. Rogers the Musical, that is End of the Line. One more song from that, and then we move on to A Beautiful Noise by Deal, Neil Diamond, and then Hades Town the Musical is on the way soon. This is just one more dance. Every Saturday at eight, I stand here. You had to go and do what heroes do A stolen chance, a lost romance with you You're late Sorry, I lost track of time I can't believe how lives can change With just one snap, they rearrange
It's a beautiful night It is the sound that I love And it makes me feel good Just like a hand in a glove Yes it does Yes it does Yes it does What a beautiful night Coming up from the street It's got a beautiful sound It's got a beautiful beat It's a beautiful noise And it's a sound that I love And it fits me as well As a hand to glove Yes it does Yes it does It's a beautiful noise It's a beautiful noise one of the songs a beautiful noise from the neil diamond musical a beautiful noise which is on broadway at the moment which hit the headlines this week because they had several cast members going down with covid and i think one of the associate producers or certainly somebody who wouldn't normally be on stage ended up going on stage and making their broadway debut so the show would go on the show always must go on so i'm going to play some songs now from a beautiful noise and neil diamond musical i hope it comes to england in the future uh, we've got a few back to back here crackling rosie hello hello again sweet caroline forever blue jeans all in the way <laughs> Set the world right. I'm trying to 
concentrate in New York, felt bang records breathing down my neck. So I went to Memphis, where nobody knew me, to record a make-or-break album. No sunshine, no Marsha, the clouds moved right in. Hello again, hello. I just called to say hello. all tonight and I know it's late but I couldn't wait and it rained on the shittiest little motel room in the south quite possibly the world day after day while I tried to write a song that would literally save my life what's going on is it really that bad it's just a song Yeah, but it, it isn't just... Well, honey, you're not in any trouble, are you? No, none. It's, um, it's nothing to worry about. Well, you'll come up with something you always do. But look, I have to run now. We can talk tonight, okay? Bye. But I'm here alone. And you're there at home. Alone. We've got eight girls here for a slumber party, and they're having their faces painted. Oh, right. That's, that's fine, then. Let them have fun. Just give them my love, would you? I was just thinking of them. And, and how are you? Me? I'm doing okay, Neil. How are you? I'm fine. Be well. But I put my heart above my head Weeping through it all You love me just the same And when you're not there I just need to hear Hello, my friend Hello I don't understand, Neil What's the problem? The problem is that Is that the studio is paid for one day for me to record three songs. I only have two, and the two songs that I do have won't move the dial. I'm, I'm due there in one hour. It's, it's the end of the road. Hey, when I met you, you had 50 songs just in your pocket. Just try and get back to that guy, okay? I don't know where that guy is anymore. Well, I hear he's in a shitty motel in Memphis. I can't begin to know it But then I know it's growing strong I know this one Was in the spring Then spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Hey Hands, 
ain't nothing next to baby. And if you pardon me, I'd like to say we'll do okay forever in Gucci's bed. Maybe tonight, maybe tonight, by the fire all alone, you die. Maybe tonight, nothing around but the sound of my heart and your sighs. Forever in Gucci's bed. listening to the great music of Neil Diamond as in A Beautiful Noise, a Neil Diamond musical running on Broadway at the moment we've heard Crackling Rosie Hello Again, Sweet Caroline Forever in Blue Jeans, before that A Beautiful Noise, two more now to go I Am I Said and I'm a Believer Ellie's fine sunshines most of the time and the feelings lay back palm trees grow rents are low but you know I keep thinking about making my way back well I'm New York City born and raised but nowadays I'm lost between two shores L.A.'s fine, but it ain't home New York's home, but it ain't mine no more I am, I said To no one there And no one heard at all Not even the chair I cry I am said I and I was lost and I just couldn't say why leaving me lonely still frog who dreamed of being a king then became one well except for the names and a few other changes if you talk about me story's the same one 
Well, I got an emptiness deep inside And I've tried, but it won't let me go And I'm not a man who likes to swear But I never cared for the sound of being alone I am a sin Cry. I am said I, and I was lost, and now I think I know why. Now I know why. I am I I'm Ian Cheeseman, you're listening to Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre. Concentrating on the music in this hour, we've heard songs from A Beautiful Noise, a Neil Diamond musical, which is currently running on Broadway, and Rogers the Musical, a short-lived musical that ran in a theme park, but nevertheless, fantastic songs and a great musical. I just hope there's a chance for more people to see that brilliant show. We finish uh, this hour with some songs from Hades Town the Musical, which is set in the ancient, or is based on the ancient Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. I hope I've said that right. A young girl looking for something to eat who goes to work in a hellish industrial version of the Greek underworld to escape poverty and cold. And her poor singer-songwriter lover Orpheus comes to attempt to rescue her. This is the opening song, 
Road to Hell. <laughs> Once upon a time there was a railroad line. Don't ask where, brother, don't ask where. It was the road to hell. It was hard times. It was a world of gods and men.
You might say the boy was touched. Because he was touched by the gods themselves. Give it up for Orpheus. Orpheus. There was one more soul on this road. Girl, come on in from the cold. On the railroad line, on the road to hell. There was a young girl looking for something to eat. Time's been what 
Town the musical, Road to Hell followed by the wedding song, Promises is on the way. Next up, All I've Ever Known. I was alone so long, I didn't even know that I was lonely. Out in the cold so long, I didn't even know that I was cold. Turn my collar to the wind. always been All I've ever known is how to hold my own All I've ever known is how to hold my own But now I wanna hold you too You take me you 
stay with each other Then it will always be like this Orpheus? Yes You finished it? Yes Now what do I do? You take me home with you Okay, let's go. How? We'll walk. You know the way. We'll just go back the way you came. It's a long road. It's a long walk. Back into the cold and dark. Are you sure you want to go? Take me home. I have no ring for your finger. Table to lay. I have no bed of feathers. Whatever promises I made, I can't promise you fair sky above. Can't promise you kind road below. But I'll walk beside you, love, any way the wind blows. I don't need gold, don't need silver. Just bread when I'm hungry, fire when I'm cold Don't need a ring for my finger Just need a steady hand to hold Don't promise me fair sky above Don't promise me kind road below Just walk beside me, love Anyway the wind blows What about him? He'll let us go Look at him. He can't say no. What about them? We'll show the way. If we can do it, so can they. I don't know where this road will end, but I'll walk it with you hand in hand. I can't promise you fair sky above. Can't promise you kind road below. But I'll walk beside you, love. Just before we part company for another week, I'll see you same time next week, I hope, for more Break a Leg, all things theatrical and musical theatre. That was Promises from Hades Town the Musical. We finish with Re-Raise Our Cups. If you're going to a show or you're in a show this week, Break a Leg. See you next time.